It's Monday, July 5th, and it's a bittersweet day around CFAM studios because one of the voices you have heard on the radio station for more than four decades will be turning off their mic for the final time today. Reporter and anchor Dean Penner is stepping away from our studios to start a new chapter in life. After 41 and a half years as the voice of news on CFAM Radio 950, I wanted to take some time to reflect with Dean on that time, starting with how he started at the radio station. Yeah, actually, 1979 uh, probably was when I got wind of the fact that uh, uh, CFAM Radio 950 actually was hiring high school students for part-time jobs. I hadn't hadn't heard about that. I'd always been a fan of radio and always wanted to try and get into that medium. It was 79, really, that uh, I made my first application, didn't hear word back. I kept phoning and I kept phoning and I kept phoning, and surely by... By fall of 79, they brought me in for a bit of a tryout where you operate hockey games and that kind of thing, and that was kind of interesting. But that's kind of how I got into radio uh, on that part-time high school basis. So how did you transition from doing kind of the part-time gig and and the on-air part, if you will, to sliding into news where most of your career has been? After high school, you kind of had two directions to go in in terms of you know radio did you want to be a jock kind of thing operator morning show or what that kind of thing or did you want to get into news or sports and my passion has always been news i probably one of a few high school students that actually took interest in world news <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy easy decision for me i wanted to get into news uh and of course what golden west was doing at that time was local news that was their focus it wasn't world news it wasn't provincial news it was it was local news so that was uh, i had to get my head around that but once we did it was uh, it, it was fascinating stuff it was being able to tell local stories has has always been a joy what turned your crank if you will about news and and particularly local news which you have focused on essentially for nearly four decades what is it about that local news side of things that has kept you engaged and intrigued and, and passionate about it? What I like most is being able to get a story out into the community that most people didn't hear. Didn't hear in the coffee shops, didn't hear at the mall or something like that. To be able to give them a new story to talk about and to chat about at the water cooler at work or uh, you know uptown at the post office or something. Did you hear I heard this on CFAM. Yeah. So that has always turned my crank. I enjoy that. And very often those kind of stories, those stories you have to really work at. You have to do a lot of digging behind the scenes and, you know, you, you, you call your contacts, you cultivate contacts over the years. And very often those contacts will tell you things. Hey, I'm not going to tell you all the details, but this is coming sometime down the road. And so uh, you make a note of that and you uh, do a little extra research and very often the uh, uh, that has always been my joy, is being able to get that story out in the community before anybody else hears it. <laughs> the scoop. The scoop, yes, the scoop, if you will. So after more than four decades of, of being in the media industry, obviously there uh, have been a lot of breaking news stories uh, over the years and, and a lot of really, really big stories in southern Manitoba. When you look back at some of the ones that you were involved with, what comes to mind is some of those big ones? Well, the biggest one uh, by far was the 97 flood of the century. Uh, um, simply because, number one, it was a big, monstrous flood, but it impacted so many people in the Red River Valley. Most of them, you know, a lot of them were our listeners. So that was that was huge. And just the, the sheer size of that flood and what it generated. It, I mean, Altona became a base for 
military operations that the military was helping uh, in the flood rescue and uh, in the flood recovery and that kind of thing. So uh, it was a big deal. And a lot of people, they were impacted by it. Um, some lost their homes. Uh, we had whole communities evacuated. Um, it was That was probably the biggest story. Again, 40-plus years, moving into a new chapter. What are you going to be taking away from all of this? I think uh, the thing that probably will stand out most is that in order to be you know, a good reporter when it comes to local news or any news, but in this in this vein, it was it was local news. You really had to know the community and get to know the the movers and shakers. And when you made those connections with developers, with civic officials, with you know, local politicians, that kind of thing, um, business people, and you gained their trust. They knew that you weren't going to do a story that was just intended to dig up dirt. And that's just not what we ever wanted to do or ever did, really. And I think once you establish that trust and that connection to the communities that we covered, which were are quite a few, that uh, probably will stick with me the most because so many times it led to great stories that we could get out on the air and now we can get out online. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, I think that was a real joy of the job. This is where I uh, tell prospective future media folks to have their ears open because uh, I'd like you to offer some advice. It's it's no secret. You and I know the media industry as a whole ha- has changed wholesale uh, over the last, say, five to ten years, particularly since the dawn of the Internet age in the late 90s, if you will. What is your advice to those young broadcasters, those young journalists, those young folks who want to get into the media? How can they be successful? What should they be thinking about and doing? I mean, if they're looking to get into the the news part of uh, of radio or, or television or whatever it is that they want to try, just be a good listener. Like, when you're in the news, you're telling people stories. But you also, you're probably the biggest quality that you can develop is being a good listener. Keep your ear open. Listen to what people are saying. Get a sense of what that person said. Can I connect it to a particular uh, angle of our community or a particular situation? You know, And I think that is what will draw listeners is when you can take events or information and tie it to your community so that it's actually information that your listener can use. I think that's a good first step if you can get that done. Any final thoughts or anything you want to share with our listeners? I've enjoyed my 41 and a half years with Golden West Radio. They treated me well. Um, I think that uh, radio has been a passion of mine for a long, long time. I've enjoyed my years here. I don't. You don't stick around for four decades if you don't like the job, <laughs> right? So I quite enjoyed it. When I started out, I knew I would. I think that uh, we're going into a new chapter of my life and uh, in a different location. So looking forward to that part of uh, things to come.